Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hello, Course Wizards. Welcome back to another episode. This is your host, Amit Aurora, joined with Christopher Maselli, and together we are the Course Wizards. We're the What's Course Wizards. Chris? Hey, we're doing good. We're we're uh, getting right on with these episodes. I really have enjoyed recording these, and um, uh, I know we're starting to get feedback uh, from people, and it's just it's been exciting. Yeah, absolutely, and we love doing these. Uh, so Chris and I, we usually batch record them. We'll yeah. meet once a week. Get and just this is a great productivity hack for anyone listening. You know, just batch things together, and it makes life so much easier. Yeah, whether you are recording episodes, whether you're recording courses, whatever you it is you're doing, batch it together. Record all your courses at once, then go ahead and edit them at once, then go ahead and post production them at once. So much easier, right, Chris? Yeah, especially because you have to set up often, you have to set up equipment, you have to set up programs, and it just it's so much easier to set it up once, do it in a batch, and then you'll save a bit of time and uh, and it's fun too. I think it makes it more fun than having to set everything up every day and you know go through it every time that kind of thing. Yeah, and from a mental standpoint, it's it's a lot. If I was to do like if I was to record a course, right? I yeah. know we are digressing in the beginning, but <laughs> it's okay. We'll come back to the topic. <laughs> but this is this is good for our listeners to know. Uh, multitasking actually hurts your brain because it takes you a longer time to adjust to that new task that you're now doing but if you start doing and you're in the zone to do that one thing and one thing only it helps you be more productive yeah i i I read a statistic this last week that said that for every second thing you try to do or for every additional thing you try to do rather when you're doing something it drops your iq overall by 10 points this is through a study they did so imagine if you're trying to do three or four things at once you're dropping your overall iq during that session by 40 points (laughs) which you really don't want to do so one thing at a time one thing at a time that's right follow one course john lee dumas he was the one he was my uh, gateway podcast drug my introduction (laughs) to podcast and he always says focus follow one course until success yes yes absolutely now with that today we are talking about tools to survey your audience right so so surveying your audience why would we want to do that what does that mean i don't know why i (laughs) (laughs) I mean we know what they want right chris we just go ahead and (laughs) no no that's actually a very good point don't we often think that we think oh i know what needs to happen i know what we need to do uh i know what needs to go out there but if you start surveying people and asking them what do you really want there's a lot of times you'll find out that what they want is not what you think they want (laughs) you will obviously not know that till you survey your audience now we are not going to get too technical in this because you know we have discussed this before there are a lot of tools out there for us course creators to use and get lost into the minutiae of which tool am i going to use for what this could be as simple as asking in a facebook group create a poll right create a poll in a facebook group and say and we see this all day long chris in the yeah. groups that we are in hey what do you guys think of this subject should my course be called this this or this it's as simple as that but make sure that you're surveying the audience that matter to you the most if you're surveying in a facebook group or 
about course creators and asking them about a topic that they don't know anything about, then your results are going to be skewed. You're better off asking your students or your future students what they think is the best course topic. Now with that, I do have a few tools, but sorry, Chris, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I see this happen all the times with authors where they will take um, a book cover or, or two or three that they have had created and they will send those out to their audience and say, which one do you like best? Why do you like that the best? And they're able to create a mm-hmm. better, more compelling cover because of it. Well, you could do the same thing with your courses. If you're not sure exactly what you want to teach on or which one to record next, send out a, a tweet to Twitter or to Facebook or to a forum on social media and say, hey, I'm thinking about recording a course. You know, be sure you, you go to the audience that you're interested in talking to. Let's say again, it's I, I keep using the example of training your dog. Let's say you say, hey, I'm, I'm getting ready to do another dog training course. Are you more interested in a course on how to train your dog to fetch? or how to potty train your dog, or how to train your dog to shake hands, or how to train your dog to walk beside Mm -hmm. you. And then whatever people respond to the most positively, that gives you a good direction of which way to go. I love that idea. Like, give them specifics and let them decide, but don't be vague in your questioning when you're questioning your audiences because then they're going to be confused your results are not going to make sense right 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 so now if you're not putting stuff on social media i know that you'd use a lot of different tools on it to uh ask surveys online can you share some of those different tools and and why you might use one over the other um as you're creating surveys for people yeah absolutely uh, i'm i'm your tool guy i'm like the swiss army knife of tools you are <laughs> which <laughs> which sometimes hurts me because I spend so much time learning these tools and then I just have that tribal knowledge of no good use (laughs) because then I move on but but to that effect first one I would suggest for folks who have a website already built and want to get some maybe a one question or two questions to your audience no more than two is Hotjar. Hotjar is free H-O-T-J-A-R and you can collect feedback on your website. You can create polls on your website. So say someone goes to a landing page where you are pre-selling a course that you haven't built yet. You can ask a question to your audience who are visiting that. And this will be like a little pop-up in the bottom right corner. I'm sure you have seen this at other websites where it just pops up and asks you one question. And that question could be, are you interested in learning more about this course? And if they say yes, then you take them to the next step where you ask, just ask their email. Then you say, hey, we'll keep you posted once this course goes live. Something just as simple as that can be real great insight into what your visitors are That's thinking. That's pretty cool. And that also that also then it's kind of like a, an instant lead magnet, right? It's an instant way to gather people's emails because they become invested in wanting that course and they'll give you their email to find out more about it when you create it. And now all of a sudden you're, you've got a list of people who are truly interested in what you're about ready to do. Exactly. And with Hotjar, uh, it, the only technical aspect to that is once you create a free account, you have to install their code on the back end of your page. But most page builders these days have made it so easy to just go to one place and install yeah, your that, code. Yeah, that is true. So Hotjar is really good if people are already coming to your website and you can use it as a way to automatically get additional topics or answer questions or that sort of thing. 
that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, and and they have a ton of other tools that you can use. You can record your website visitors using Hotjar. You can uh, get feedback, not just poll, but you know how some websites have the give feedback yes. button. You can have that on your website, and they have a bunch of other analytic tools you can use, all for free. Very nice. I like free tools. So the next one is. There are two main tools that usually are pitted against each other. Go, uh, they could go hand in hand. You definitely use one or the other. Is Google Forms, Typeform, yeah. So Google Forms or Typeform, both are free. You can use those to. Then this is more for asking your. Not this, not for website visitors for sure. This is if you have an email list or you maybe you're selling a free course, and at the end of that free course, you want to collect some feedback from your students. You can do that using one of these tools. The I personally like Typeform better because it's more mobile responsive uh, versus Google Forms. I've noticed. Uh, so that's my personal. Yeah, and preference. it'll dump the answers right into a spreadsheet on both of those one, so that you can easily see how people are responding and get overall results at just at a glance. Isn't that right? And that that's kind of like the beauty of this, right? So you, if you're good at Excel, you can create all sorts of charts, tables, and pivot tables and whatnot, and slice and dice those results to then make educated decisions about whatever it is you're serving your audience mm, about. Very cool. Very cool. And you, there's also SurveyMonkey, but SurveyMonkey is a paid option so the good thing about SurveyMonkey is that it does integrate with a lot of enterprise softwares and that way you don't have to then export that data and import it maybe into another tool yeah and so that that might be a little more advanced so i've, I've worked at a couple of marketing agencies where SurveyMonkey was the tool of choice because they would be able to put questions out there it's a very um uh uh a mature product so it works very well and then you're right when people put in emails or they put in answers it's automatically pulled back into the crm so that uh, they can see what those answers are and integrate with whatever software they want so survey monkey is another good one if you're if you're on the larger side yeah I, I mean they do have a free plan as well uh you'll just have to go to their pricing page and check out what's included in the free plan uh i'm assuming it's going to yeah. be very limited to what our audience wants to do with surveys i think on the free plan too they have a bit of an advertisement on there so uh it's worth checking out i mean it's, it's if it's free uh it doesn't hurt it's not like you have to use it uh so yeah check it out too yeah and i've also used JotForm. JotForm also has a free version uh but on their paid version you can collect payments so say you mm -hmm. have a survey at the end of the survey, you pitch them a product. Now they can pay for that product right within the form so they don't have to leave to go to a checkout card. Surveys and quizzes, I mean, these are, could be synonymous with each other, uh, but definitely uh, check out JotForm as well. And then the final one is good old email marketing, right? You, yes. Which I mentioned in the beginning, you don't have to be complex with this. If you just want questions answered and you have a list of people, just send them a mass email through whatever email marketing platform you're using and ask them that question. And that's really great to increase your subscriber engagement, which then tells the email marketing platform that your list is a nice, healthy, clean list. And then your deliverability rates will increase. So it's almost a domino effect. If you ask questions in your emails, should always be the case whenever you have a subscriber base to reach out to, even if you're not doing surveys, 
ask them questions and ask for their feedback that way all i care about is getting responses back and that tells my email marketing platform to send these emails to their primary inbox versus promotions or other or whatever. That's right. And the other thing I like about that is that uh, compared to social, you know, on social media, you are trying to target a specific audience, but you're going to get a little bit of everyone out there, right? Mm-hmm. Where with your email marketing, you can truly target your audience, like the people who've already signed up to be with you. And and it's a great way, as Amit, as you just said, to engage um uh, your current audience and just to get them on board with what you're doing. Great, great tip. So again, we we weren't going to make this a long one. That's all I had to add, Chris. Anything from your end before we dig into what we are digging? Uh, no, uh, other than uh, to realize too that some of these things can be combined. So if you, if you, if you send out an email marketing um, newsletter, you can put links to your Google Forms or your Typeform or your SurveyMonkey in that newsletter and actually combine the two together. So what are we digging? Uh, this so this one is real simple. Uh, I have a <laughs> office inside my walk-in closet. I know a lot of us course creators have to get creative with our workspaces because we might not have the luxury like Mr. Christopher Maselli here of having a really nice office. So, and I also have a toddler in my house who is just attached to my hip, right? And my dad is here helping us out with some babysitting. Then what happens is whenever I have to refill my water, I go to the kitchen. He sees me. Now he's stuck to me. Then I have to leave and he's heartbroken. I was like, how can I avoid this? Can I have a faucet inside my closet? No. The answer is no to that. But I got a gallon jug of water and now I don't have to go out as much. And my poor baby doesn't have to be heartbroken. So I I'm like giving a, a gallon of water. <laughs> so, do you have a? Do you use a special cup for that, or is it just an overall? Like, how how does that work? Yeah, no. So I have my plastic gallon jug of water sitting next to me, and then I have just like a glass cup, and I just keep refilling that cup. Oh, very good. So very low tech, but it totally yes totally does the job. So yep. I, and I, I think uh, it was uh, said well by Black Eyed Peas. I think it was or yeah in their uh-huh. song. I got a feeling they say fill up my cup, Mazel Tov. So <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I tell you, what, I'm going to capitalize on that and talk about one of the things. This is not something I have yet, but I've been following it a lot, and I know some people who have them. And they're really cool. It's the Hydrate Spark Three Smart Water Bottle. Have you heard of this thing? I have not. This is a uh, water bottle that has Bluetooth built into it. So you fill your water bottle in the morning, and then what Mm -hmm. it does is every hour or so, if it notices that you have not taken a drink of water, it'll start flashing at you. (laughs) It lights up, and it reminds you to take a drink, which is really good for me because I get extremely focused when I'm working, and I forget to take a drink. And so uh, I love the idea of this uh, Hydrate Spark. It, it hooks to your Bluetooth. It'll actually hook to like Apple Health on your phone or your uh, any other health app, I think. And it will let you know how many how much water you're drinking every day. So if you're not sure about drinking uh, or if you're not drinking enough, go ahead and check out these smart water bottles. They are a little expensive. They're about $50 for this, uh, and they don't hold a full gallon. I wish they did. They only hold about 20 ounces, so you you would still have to walk out into your kitchen a lot to refill that (laughs) one. But they're pretty cool. So the Hydrate Spark 3, check that out too. Awesome. That sounds good. Thank you 
to all of our listeners who are listening in from all across the world that's my wishful thinking but i hope that's true and uh this is again amit your host with chris and we will see you on the flip side keep creating those courses remember to rate comment and subscribe to our show whichever podcast episode or whichever podcast uh, mechanism you're using to listen to your podcast absolutely good so good to have you with us all right we'll see you on the flip Bye. side thank you for listening to the course wizards podcast with Ahmed aurora and christopher maselli get a free pdf of their favorite online training resources as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com